down uh, i love to like just getting together for social stuff like this so yeah and i'm really fascinated by like your whole area of study um because it sounds like you got you got connected with some like real serious yeah. it's just it's not it's not like my method of practice either that's why it's interesting to me yeah um, yeah man it's uh it all started with the angel magic course bro that course really uh altered everything for me. Okay, hi. Bye, honey. Go, go, go. I'm dropping my kid off now. <laughs> it, it, it's really funny that you say that because this podcast is could directly be tracked back to angel work, too. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Isn't that nuts? <laughs> yeah. I gotta go. Hey, go. Don't all that. Come on, honey. Go, go. Go. <laughs> She's calling me. Go. Go, baby. I don't know what's happening here. I need her help with something. She she senses right. the fun we're about to have. She's yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. She's like, I don't want to miss that. <laughs> How old's your kid? She's six. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's six. She's doing better uh, than I was. I, I think I, I think for like the first two years of my public school life, I cried every time I got dropped off. Yeah, I was a mess, man. <laughs> I was a mess. My dad would drop me off at school, and I would just, just fall apart. It's almost like it's, it's almost like it's completely unnatural. Yeah. <laughs> almost, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I just want to stay home and learn about like bugs and rocks and eventually the garden and like yeah like humans yeah you know and draw yeah draw like the same thing a million times <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah you know like why can't why can't i do that <laughs> you know it's time to go home for dinner when the sun goes down like yeah <laughs> not because your phone alarm goes off back in the car I'm jumping back in the car and then I'm going to be home in about. Cool. Thanks for, thanks for rolling with this. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's nice for texture. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of just like, like I, I kind of almost feel like having, having a little studio set up. is like the wrong idea. 
like just having the birds and stuff like we did the first few episodes was cool but but those were shitty quality i gotta figure out a way to like merge the two have good quality vocals and then like some background stuff too yeah like pop a mic outside and just do a different track for it but you could just you could just bring a bird in a cage uh like you're talking to two cthulhu aliens and uh they they were a lot friendlier than you'd expect from (laughs) from that realm (laughs) i mean it's it is funny how they play into how sinister they they do look like everything about them the the ship and the and the creatures themselves do kind of feel sinister um, I think the only saving grace is that they're kind of in this like angelic white cloud the entire time. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I, I kind of, when I see something that looks like awe strikingly um, gross or just weird or like kind of scary, but it's friendly, like that, that holds more weight to me sometimes. Or it holds yeah, a different, I, ki- different kind of weight. I, I think it, uh, I think it, Oh, we lost your Um Oh shit. Uh, yeah. What I mean, I find these I find these things super appealing, but I don't know. I don't think they're designed necessarily for the average person to think that. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. And I oh, agree okay. with you. There is something. I gotta, oh. I gotta go let him back in. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about sorry about that, guys. I got uh, awesome. I think that I think you were just the aliens ejected you. They didn't. So, they they didn't totally work. did. It's, it's literally as soon as uh, <laughs> as soon as we started talking about aliens, I just got booted. <laughs> they're like, this guy they're has like, secrets. We can't. We can't. Yeah, they're, <laughs> like, yeah, they're like, yo, we gotta kill it. Kill this mic. Kill it now. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the like when the when the Grammys like when they play the music when the when the person's talking too much. I right, get the fuck off the stage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, got just, we can just dub something in over your part of the conversation later. You know, <laughs> <laughs> something super controversial. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Spe- Whoa, speaking sure. of aliens, I, I watched. Uh, hey, <laughs> I'm here. I watched the rival again last night, uh, which was just, it's that movie is so, it's just so wild um, from a magical perspective. Mm. And, you know, I was wondering what the, um, what the inspiration of the movie is, what, where, like who, like what inspired this movie? And apparently there's a, there's a uh, short, story called uh, story of your life and i forget the name of the author i'm really bad with uh with naming my sources it's something that i'm kind of working on <laughs> but uh, uh the movie was inspired by this by the short story which was basically about this um l- this um linguist this linguist who you know obviously she has this encounter with these aliens and she learns their language and 
through learning their language, she perceives time differently. Uh, she perceives time. Um, she doesn't perceive it linearly like, like we humans normally do. She begins to perceive everything. She, she kind of lives in a perpetual state of precognition. So everything that she's, she's experiencing future moments now, you know, um, which was a big part of the, a big part of the movie. And I just found that really, I found that really interesting because uh, at least in my experience of working with, you know, with the angels, you know, from, you know, the angel magic course, and then, uh, you know, um, working with the spirits that I'm working with now, um, there seems to be like this correlation between um, making contact with them, interacting with them, and then coming away with a heightened sense of uh, precog activity. You know, mm. like it, it just seems like the it, like it's it's just happening more and more. So I was I was watching the movie from from that perspective last night, and I was just completely blown away by, you know, by what I was seeing, and. Uh, I'm looking forward to riffing on it with you guys because <laughs> I mean it's it's first of all it's just an awesome movie but you know I'd love to hear how the like how the, some of the themes in the movie um how you relate to it and also how um how it how these themes also inform or play out in, in your own respective uh, magical practices <clears throat> well, we were we were just uh, when you dropped out. You know, I was just talking to Rev about how like it's interesting how these the aliens are kind of I think designed to kind of look sinister in a weird yep. way. Um, yep. uh, uh, like everything about that, like every, the spacecraft is this like big black obelisk. Like they're really uh -huh. odd. And yep. but then but then there's this element of like they're kind of floating through this like white angelic cloud. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we were both saying how, like, I think they're designed to be creepy, but both Rev and I agree of like, they're cool. I would totally approach so them. Cool. To Me too. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I was, when I was watching the movie last night, I was like, yo, you know what? I would totally, I'd be like, yo, sign me up, send me up there and just let me chill and I'll get the job done because <laughs> they were, they were mad chill yeah <laughs> like even like even even you know after the you know those guys those um those military dudes tried to blow them up they were like nah it's cool yeah i know <laughs> it, it kind of it kind of felt like um well that part not so much but uh it kind of felt like this what i imagine it would feel like hanging out with the elephants just like that. yeah you're, you're enormous you're probably smarter than me uh, yep. You, yep. you've got you've got your spiritual shit together and yep. you know you know exactly what you're doing on earth and like uh and you're huge and you're not inherently evil or mean or scary like there's just this yep. like respect and awe of this giant mass that is slow but just so powerful and and mysterious yeah. as fuck yeah oh yeah 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 man yeah i dig that I totally dig that. You know, I was really, um, you know, I was kind of fascinated by 
the like the difference in responses to the presence of the of the aliens in the movie you know because you know the army dudes were like yo we don't know what it is we don't know if it's gonna try if these guys are gonna try and kill us and then you know the scientist or or, i I forget her 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 name but anyway she you know that she was just like no we gotta like just talk to them you know like like what if we just talk to them instead of just like trying to like figure out why they're here why don't we just like why don't we just engage with them in a way that that honors their presence rather than um rather than us trying to figure them out because there's something about them that freaks us out you know what i mean like that's got nothing to do with them that's got everything to do with us damn that's that's some good stuff (laughs) you know yeah because man who was i forget who it was i just saw a quote on twitter like yesterday that was something about uh it was a alejandro yodorowsky quote about Mm -hmm. like how it was it was eloquent as fuck and i don't remember it so i'm gonna fuck it up so but it was uh, a like how you're engaging with something like the the mind will catalog things uh, unless you're engaging with the heart, like mm. kind of kind of thing. So there's this, yeah. there's a removal, there's a separation from experience when you're cataloging data, so that you can best plan how to. Essentially, that usually amounts to how you can best control or manipulate the situation next time. Right. Right. Uh, exactly. And, exactly. And, and at that point, you've displaced yourself from the center of yep. of like where you're coming from. Mm. You're you're kind of like over here observing while pretending to be genuine uh and entirely present and i think that when it comes to angels or like multi-dimensional aliens that don't experience time the same way as us i think they fucking know that i think it might even inherently prevent communication um to be kind of sidestepping uh being forthright i guess yeah yeah that's a really that's a really good point um and i mean i could even see that in just human interactions you know when we're talking with someone and they're trying to figure out where we're coming from they're not listening to us we sense that you know like we we can sense that 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 um that separation you know it's almost like talking to a wall you know like when you're talking to someone that's just not they're not there because they're in their head trying to mentally you know either figure something out or they're talking to themselves about what you're saying, you know? So I, I think it, I, I, I can totally see how that plays out at, at least with interacting with these, you know, with these spirits, because it, um, you know, it kind of like prevents us from just getting what they even have, like what, first off getting like the, what they have to say, but it prevents us from learning how, how they interact with us and how they communicate, you know, which was one yeah. of the, which was one of, one of the other points of the movie, you know, they were, the army was trying to get the aliens to talk to us in our language, and growing like increasingly frust- like more frustrated when that wasn't happening, <laughs> and so, Louise, that was her name. Louise yeah. had to find a completely different way of talking to them, and she talked to them how she met them where they were at, you know, she figured out, oh, they don't, 
they don't talk in words. They talk in pictures. They talk in images. Yeah. You know, it's re- it's really interesting that like considering the whole thing is about time and their 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 language like makes you aware of the loop of to actually be there and communicate with them she had to be she was the only one that was present like she was focused on the moment and what was emerging in the moment while everyone else was about preconceptions and ideas of where the future could go and it's just odd that like her for for her to get into these these beings that think in this like broader time loop she had to be super present and i I just i just love that uh that contrast um yeah yeah there's also also, um there's the thing i i noticed in the second viewing like so at the very beginning when her um it's the death of her child which you think when you first see this is like that's a setup like it's a flashback but it's actually a flash forward and it's really it's really interesting because right the scene right after her her daughter dies she's walking in this hallway that is a loop yeah it's a completely so so it's like she steps into the into the the time loop right then um and and from that point on the whole movie is now taking place into in this like weird circular time um and there's all these other like callbacks like the window that they go to view the aliens matches sort of like her house and the window Mm -hmm. that looks out onto onto her the back of her property um Mm -hmm. yeah it's just it's so it's so incredibly well made this movie yeah it's it really is it really it really is and i um, think i think incredibly well made is uh like if I had to pick like three different ways to just three different terms to describe like incredibly well made would be like on the cover (laughs) (laughs) because it really is it's it's tactful and tasteful like I felt like um nothing was too over the top or out of place and it had its own sort of class like a um, like classy class uh in that it was it was it wasn't it wasn't heavy-handed and i don't know i thought i thought they did a really good job of rounding it out in all the ways uh just about. yeah other than the you know thing they always do where the sound effect is 10 times louder than the dialogue and your speakers blow yeah <laughs> and you get a little just, startled <laughs> yeah it's just standard and all i fucking hate that because <laughs> i don't have the, I, don't, I don't know speakers good enough for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, yeah, I also you know, I, oh, go yeah. ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, uh, I, I also sort of love that um, her interaction with it is what's going to allow her to decode it too. Right. It's like, it's like the present moment is already pulling the future moment into it. So like, yep. and I think that's the only way that she could have, she could actually figure the language out is like, which is a real mind fuck to sort of play with. But I think like building off what you, you were saying, that's like completely spirit interaction where, Oh, I don't, I don't know what the fuck this means. And then like three years later, you're like, Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, man. Yeah. Really important to take notes. Yep. Yep. You're so you're, you hit the nail on the head, you know? And yeah, I got to tell you how I even, I mean, I've seen this movie before, but um, how I came to start to view it from the perspective of working with spirits is um, 
I, I talked about this in the podcast episode with, with, uh, with Tim, but, um, you know, I, I did this, uh, this ritual called the uh, divination by word of Uriel, uh, that's in the Gregorian Verum. Nice. And my, my, my logic was like, okay, you know, most of the people that I know that are working this grimoire, you know, they start with the demons, you know, they start with making a pact with the demons and, you know, they make all of the tools, but what if, what if you don't start with the, with the, with that catalog of spirits? What if you start with the two angels that are in the grimoire, which are Uriel and Anael? I mean, there's other angels, but there are two, there are two um, operations, one for Uriel and one for Anael. What if we flip that and we start with the quote celestial spirits and see what happens? And so I did, you know, I did divination by word of Uriel. And what I was expecting was, you know, I was expecting some presence to show up in the room. Um, I was expecting some sort of audible communication. And I thought that I had failed, you know, so I stopped and I was like, all right, whatever, I'll, I guess I'll try again some other time. And then maybe about 45 minutes after I was done, I just received like this deluge of images and information. And I felt suddenly inspired to watch Arrival. And as I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, okay. I, the, the ritual wasn't, it wasn't a failure. I'm now being shown, okay, here's how we're going to talk. You oh, know, wow. You got to learn my language. Cause I, you know, you gotta learn my language. and I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. And I, I remember I felt like I was in this like manic state because <laughs> there was so much information that was being shown to me. Um, one of them is how the app, how the operation actually works and you know it's it's a it's a scrying operation but it was it was like well here's how this is going to happen you're going to get information you're going to get a lot of it and it's going to come to you and you're you're only going to be able to see a little like little by little almost like when the like when on a like on a really sunny day when the sun is like shining on a river you can see the light from the sun sparkling off the surface of the river however the sun there's all of those sun rays are are going into the water you know they're going deeper deeper into the water you know um so it was like some of this information is going to be readily available to you you're going to see it you know in the mirror of your mind and then you know as time goes on um there are things that are going to come to the surface and it it came to me like in a form of an image of a person sitting down like looking at at like the water like the candle flame like ref being reflected off the water but all of this information is going into their brain you know and i was like holy shit <laughs> um you know so uh so that operation really um recontextualized you know the 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 importance of the movie for me and it gave me a whole new um way to uh to view it you know to look to actually watch the movie and engage with with what's happening in that movie um 
which was which was really uh which was really cool <laughs> you that's, know that's awesome uh yeah shit like i've i've had that before not directly but i've had happened before where i've been i've just felt this like i have to go watch this thing now yeah and i yeah. and i i don't want to i don't have the desire to i'm feeling pushed to and then right. something in it is the something like the the right shape to fit what's in my head and it works it's like the missing piece to a puzzle that's been going on internally um yeah and something just clicks i can't now i can't get out of my head the idea of like uh, a little like video store in like the late 90s with like uriel's picks on like a rack (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's just wings of desire and the arrival (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and david all david lynch all david lynch's movies <laughs> and the and the real trick is reading the titles as a sentence or some shit like it's not even about the fucking movies it, <laughs> like or, it's, or it's, no it is the movies plus the whatever yeah <laughs> that's so cool yeah that's, yeah i love it yeah yeah it was it was a trip man it was it was a trip you know um, so there's there's always this element, right, of um, when you're speaking with something that's other than human, it, it you have to be the one that's willing to learn its language. Like you have to meet right. in the middle, because there's yeah. this there's an interfacing issue <laughs> mm-hmm. right out right out the gate. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but if you can shut the fuck up inside enough to listen, then yep. um, and something actually wants to communicate with you, it's gonna give you those means um even even if you don't understand it first and it and it clicks right. later right right and I, and I think that's the that's like that's the challenge it's it's a challenge and it's not necessarily something that um at least I haven't really seen people talking about it um in like the like in like the magical at least online magical community like the challenge of like like communicating with, with, with spirits. And, and, and I like to try to tie things back to human interactions as much as possible, because it gives me, you know, I guess the more that I, the the more that I engage with this stuff, the more that I see, like, while we're engaging with non-physical entities, the rules or the, the means of engagement aren't necessarily different than talking to somebody from a different, you know, culture, you know, or talking mm-hmm. to someone who speaks a different language. Like there are going to be people like, you know, there are going to be people who speak our language and there are going to be people who don't speak our language, but we have to interact with them. So we have to come up with some way of, of getting our messages across and, and also being able to receive whatever messages they have for us. So it, it's in our best interest to start from, all right, well, I'm not going to force you to try to talk to me in my language. I'm actually going to take the effort, make the effort to, to learn your language and communicate with you and your language. There will be a period where I'm not going to be able to do that very successfully, but I'll make the attempt, you know? And I think, I think when there's an, as long as there's effort being shown that we're making the attempt, uh, that will be reciprocated. You know, that'll be reciprocated. Like I, you know, I went to, I went to Paris for the first time in, in May and I don't know French, you know, my, my girlfriend and I, we went, and I don't know uh, French at all. Uh, however, um, the only thing that I knew to say was like, hi, uh, 
um, I don't speak French, do you speak English? And being able to just say that one sentence, like, it was, it was like visible, it was like visible, it was visible, visibly obvious that the people that we were interacting with were grateful that we at least made the attempt. Yeah. You know, and they were very, you know, they were helpful. I mean, you know, some people just didn't speak English at all, but they, you know, whatever, they were still nice to us. Um, you know, they still helped us. But I think, I think the same thing applies to interacting with spirits. If there's a, there's an honest effort being put forth, then, um, then it, it, it wouldn't be out of pocket to expect a, a reciprocal effort, depending on what spirit that you're working with, you know? Yeah. And, and even if it doesn't work out that that communication comes to fruition the way you wanted it to, you're, you're still engaging in a way that's respectful and the worst that can happen is it just like doesn't pan out. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, as long as you don't get emotional and like do something stupid, but right. Which is <laughs> right. I think that was, that was always my biggest <clears throat> within this context. That was always my biggest. Um, that has been my biggest obstacle as uh, like, if you don't, if you put the effort in and like you can't get your head in the right place to receive what's coming um then like the the knots you can tie yourself in from frustration or the uh the ways you can lean drastically like switch gears and lean towards like fuck it i just why do i even bother like yeah there's uh, yeah there's a lot of a lot of internal stuff that like i mean maybe that's I, i'm sure that a lot of that's a me thing but it's not just a me thing i'm sure right yeah yeah exactly i get what you're saying and i and i can relate i, I can totally relate to you on, on that as well you know um you know, but this 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 also points to a major theme of the movie, which was you know getting into the world, getting into another's world, and talking to them from from where they are. You know, um, and it it was you know illustrated by the efforts that you know the main characters put forth to not just you know get the aliens to engage. You know, at at one point, you know, Louise was you know she wrote her name on the on the uh on the marker board she took her hazmat suit off and she walked up to the uh walked up to the barrier and said i'm louise and she got they responded by giving her their names you know like they gave her they they gave her their like sigils <laughs> you know mm -hmm. their seals yeah. which which i was like for me i was like what like you know it, it's so it's so simple it's so obvious but like looking like you know looking at it from the from the from the lens that I was looking at it from, I was like, yo, she's just straight up just got like these spirit seals now. Like she's go, she's in with them, you know? Like, yeah, that's, <laughs> it just made me think of like all, like all of those, all of like the people who like have written the grimoires and stuff, like what it must've been like for them when they're like, oh my God, I just got this crazy seal. Like, I just got this, like, I got the seal. I can now call this thing. like. I think that's really cool too, because sometimes you need to wear, uh, you know, phylacteries and uh, draw a circle and have prayers and, and things in place and like lots of, lots of precautions. But then yeah. there are, there are other times and other spirits where you're not going to fucking get anywhere if you have armor up at all. Right. Like you, right. you have, right. you have to surrender with some, 
yeah. and show that you trust them in order for them to yeah. want, want to be a part of your life. Because yeah. it just depends on what they're all about and what it is they, what kind of lessons they have in them to impart. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. And you know, one, one something else that I was struck by was um, when she was interacting with them, they were mimicking her actions, you know? So it wasn't even just like what she was saying. It wasn't just what she was saying. It was also what she was doing that was sending a communication as well. Mm. And it got me thinking about when, at least, you know, when, when you know, the, the system that I'm working within is, you know, the, the um, it's like an older version of the, of the, of the Hatamaran, you know what I mean? Like there's, there, there are certain, there are certain ritualistic actions that happen and, um, you know, like doing things at a certain particular time, like, you know, three days prior to your, between your, uh, prior to your ritual, you're laying out your circle, you know, you're going to a mass, you're getting a Eucharist, you're, you're doing all of these things. You're, you know, at one point you're showing, you know, you're showing the spirits like the seal of the angel of the hour, you know, that you're calling, like, there's all these actions that are being done that are essentially communicating what's going on you know like they're, they're communicating your intent they're communicating you know there's a comp, there's a dialogue that's happening whether whether you perceive it or not you know there is a dialogue that's taking place that's outside of language and it's all in the action so i was really struck by the fact like when she, you know there's times when she walked up to the to the barrier she put her hand on the barrier and then the heptapod put its hand on the barrier. And I'm like, wow, you know, um, I, I need to reevaluate how I'm, how, how I'm doing some of the things that I'm doing because there could be so many communications that I'm not getting because I'm not, I'm just, uh, I'm stuck in like some mode of thinking that doesn't allow for me to be present to the, to the, to everything that's happening around me. Right, you know, right. Like focused on on getting the actions right and things. You mean? Yeah, like I'm focused on getting the actions right. I'm I'm concerned if I'm gonna get what I'm what I'm asking for. You know, I'm like, um, like it doesn't even occur to me to just be like, hey, you know, I'm gonna call, you know, the angels of the day, the hour, and the and the seasons, and I'm gonna commune. I'm just gonna commune. I'm not gonna ask for anything. I'm not going to, you know, write out a petition. You know, I'm going to interact with like get to like get to know them like hey like what's your seal like what's your you know how can i how do you show up in the world what is your office what do you do like like actually get show interest in the entity that i'm asking to improve my life you know you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, yeah more exploratory you know, so, stuff and less yeah, uh, exactly. less pointed i, I yeah yes yeah. that's, that's interesting yeah, you know, like, like I, you know, I was watching the movie last night, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to reevaluate how I'm doing things. You know, I'm going to spend less time um, making requests and more time, not, like, making re requests for to be given things or making requests to have things done in the world and more time, um, like, asking questions that open up a dialogue where it's clear that I'm, that, you know, they got my message. They got what I'm intent that I'm attempting to do, and they're stepping closer to me. Hmm. You know, we're 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 stepping closer to one another. Um, so leaning more towards, I guess, leaning more towards coming from 
let's have a relationship, you know, let's have a relationship, let's have a dialogue, you know, l- like, what do I need to know about you? Or, or what, like, what, how would you like the world to, to know about you? How should I speak about you and your presence in the world and what you do in the world in a way that honors your office and honors your place in the universe versus, yo, can you, uh, you hook me up with a couple uh, new tower clients next week. Thanks. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. No. And I, I completely agree. I think that um, I don't care what anybody says. Magic works better. If you, if you have devotion mixed in with it, like totally. if there's an element of devotion, as long as it's not fucking hostile spirits that you're subjugating, like right. <laughs> or putting right. to work, yeah. like that's yeah. different. But, but if it's, if it's friendlies, Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there should be different, more nuanced approaches there. And I think what you're saying yeah. before um, could even be broken down more because within that uh, of worrying about the action thing, there's, there's, there's several things in there, right? There's, a, there's worrying about actually getting the result or accomplishing mm-hmm. the task you want on the larger level. But then there's also just the ritual uh, procedural stuff, which, mm-hmm. and, and that's, those are two different things that are, are, are their own beasts, of burden and i think the yep. the procedural stuff that well, like am i getting in the right order and all that the only thing that can ever fix that that in my experience is just doing it more doing like it, just, yeah exactly you, you just have to yeah. yeah you just have to like get through the awkward phase and just know mm-hmm. that you're not going to get the right community you're not going to get what you want right away probably uh it's probably right. going to be like you're learning what obstacles you're putting in the way between you and them yeah and slowly yeah. but surely eliminating all the static so that because it's not the spirit's fault if 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 you're not getting what you know it's usually not uh it's usually like you need to iron some things out to get that channel exactly exactly like i i can't agree more and i'm a big i'm big on allowing the feedback to inform me of what there is to do the next time around you know like I did a, an operation around the end of May, you know, I called the spirits of Venus and, uh, you know, there was a job, job promotion opportunity. And, you know, I asked, I asked to be given that position. I got interviewed for, for the position. Um, I was told we're going to see if we can find somebody a little bit more qualified, but if we can't, we'll circle back to you. And the first thing that was there for me was, what was what was missing in my petitions such that that's the result that I got? You know what I mean? There was something I missed, something I something I didn't take some like some situational awareness that I did not have that was reflected in what I asked for. Hmm. Um, it was reflected in the way that I went about asking for this thing. And what didn't I provide the spirits that um, that if I would have provided it for them? I may have gotten a different outcome. I'll never know. I, you know, I'll never know if I would have gotten a different outcome or not, but at least I have some, I have some questions to engage with that will inform what I do the next time I do an operation. Yeah. And that to me is more valuable than getting the, than getting the job. <laughs> some, sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Sometimes yeah. like the, the data that you get back is more worth it. I, yeah, I actually, more, yeah. I think I, I kind of look back and ask, that kind of question less these days because i i think 
I've had enough times happen where I didn't get the thing I wanted to happen to happen. Mm -hmm. And then it was like a good thing that it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, yeah, exactly. I've like just I saw grown it, I, to trust that like there's no such thing as failures. There's just like corrections because it's like no, you think you know what you need right now, but like you have yeah. some some good spirit being like like uh, yeah. I don't like, know. Nah, I think if yeah. your shit's flowing well, like even your failures are blessings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I was not, you know, I wasn't dis disheartened or discouraged at all. I was very, I was actually, I was excited because in not. And not getting promoted immediately, I was like, oh, well, I don't really want this job anyway. And then when I got the, um, you know, during the interview process, I found out some information that has me now be like, oh, I need to go get another job. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I'm, I, like, there's something that's coming down the pipe and I don't want to stick around for that. So I actually should like, oh, I should shit. be getting out of here pretty soon. So it that's... actually, it worked out in my, it worked out. Not only did it work out in my favor, with regards to um with regards to me getting clear that hey i actually don't want that i just i actually just wanted more money i didn't necessarily want the position itself but you know these spirits must be looking out for me because that like that i was gift that i was entrusted with the information that i was entrusted with during the interview was like yo you need to get out of here like they must have known, like, nah, like, dude, ask for something else. We'll, we'll make something else happen. But that's this, so cool. <laughs> yeah, but this, no, you know, and it kind of ties back to what you said about having like a devotional, like having a devotional aspect or component of a practice. Um, I, I like light a seven day. I do, I do simple stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I try to do simple stuff. Um, on a regular basis. Sometimes I go, I go through periods where I'm not active, you know, but when I'm active, it's simple stuff. Like I got a seven day candle that I keep lit for the, you know, the spirits of the season. And I ask the spirits of the season to look, you know, look upon me with favor, look out for me, like, you know, steer me away from things that are going to hurt me, you know, steer me towards things that are going to support me. And I, I hold on. I That's, love this. Yeah. I love you're you're pulling the the spirits of the seasons from like Heptameron or the uh, the yeah um, yeah, yeah. Uh, elucidation of necromancy. Is that the one you're using? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm working within. Uh, I uh, love that. Um, like, because they they say to use all those as the the opening thing, right? Like you list the, yeah. the spirits of the day, the hour, the the week, the month, or you know, season, not yeah. week and month, but like, yeah. Um, and you just go outward at like a combination lock to let the universe exactly. know where, what time and place you're standing in and doing the magic from basically. But like, yeah. but I love that you're improvising with this and just taking them and like, oh, well, like, I'll just petition them for like a good harvest this season. Or like, you know, if you've got a thing coming up this season and it's yeah. a general seasonal thing, you don't want to go more specific than that. And I fucking love it. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt you. I was just like, that's no, no, brilliant. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where I got the idea from. Well, I got well, I kind I got the idea from Adley Nichols because I mean I gotta give a shout out to Adley Nichols. He's the man, you know. And uh, you know, he you know, Who? he graciously extended at uh, Adley Nichols. Adley Nichols? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's 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 great. Um, but yeah, he you know he's he's when it comes to like all things Heptameron related, like he is the the go to person for that stuff. You know, he's very much um, very much dedicated to practicing a specific 
tradition of magic from a specific period that all comes through like the Summa Sacramagica, the Libra Uratus, the Heptameron, and the elucidation of necromancy. Um, you know, so uh, so it, it was him who gave me the idea. You know, he's like he's, he he does something. You know, when at the at the beginning of a season, he does something where he welcomes the spirits of the season in, and I said, "All right, cool, I'm going to do that." So I've been doing that since spring, um, and I've gotten some some interesting feedback from um, from honoring the spirits of the of the season on a regular basis, and so. Uh, when I when the summer rolled around, um, I just did something simple, man. I wrote out a petition. I welcomed the spirits of the season, and I got this idea to keep a keep a seven day candle lit for them. And so it took like I didn't immediately act on it, but eventually I acted on it. I got like some seven day candles. I just started keeping the candle lit, and every day, you know, I do like a little thing where I call the spirit of the of the hour, uh, the spirits of the day, um, and the and the spirits of the season. I just say it's basically like, yo, what's happening? You know, what's happening? Let's keep this thing going. Light some incense for them, and I carry about my business. And it's it, there. There are some things that happen that leave me with certainty that okay, they're responding to me. You know, they're responding to my petition. They don't give. They don't give me everything that I ask for because that's just not. That's just that's just not how magic works, man. It's like, it's not a slot machine where you put in a petition and then you get exactly what you want. You know, all, like I do a lot of petitions and a lot of them don't come to fruition, but the ones that do come to fruition are like, yo, good looking out. Thank you. You heard me. So you, that's a really interesting point. Uh, Kurt and I have both gotten uh, tie talismans through Jenks. Um, yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, those have been kind of life-changing. And um wow, there's more, there's more than kind of yeah, yeah, and it's <laughs> it's honestly unbelievable, but the there's how do I say there there's something about like fuck, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> what were you saying just a second ago? Oh, um, I was saying I was talking about how. Um, just working with the spirits of the of the season and you know making like you know making oh, petitions regularly got but, it. you know just <laughs> yeah. because I don't get everything but the ones that do come through are like life-altering yeah yeah okay so there's um I think it's within what we're learning is that within the Buddhist magic system of Southeast Asia of like Thailand and Burma and Burma there's mm -hmm. The magic that's like associated with Buddhism there, it's like it's technically not Buddhist magic usually because that's yeah. not a thing technically. But yeah. this stuff was there before Buddhism came to Thailand. So it's indigenous to the area. And, mm. um, but there's there are like Buddhist lessons built into the experiences you have with the talismans. They're like encoded, mm. like secret Buddhist lessons that are like built into how the things work to teach you yeah. about yourself and to let go of your own bullshit. And yeah, I, I think that it's the same with our Western spirits and we are just too stupid to notice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, we have so much, we're, you know, we're, we're conditioned, you know, we're, 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 we're like, there's like this consumerist, uh, 
worldview that's entrenched in like the Western psyche. You know, so we're we're kind of we're kind of um, it's like encultured within us. So everything that we do has a like a smidge of this transactional nature to it. You know, mm-hmm. we don't like it's not it's not it's, it's all not fucking encouraged business. to just yeah it's all business like it's not encouraged to just engage with an, an experience for the sake of engaging with the experience like don't try like stop trying to get something out of everything like we're always trying to get something you know but like what the question is like okay well what's beyond that like what what would be possible if like look i'm just engaging with the spirit because there's something within me that loves the fact that there's there's that this is possible that it's possible to interact with non-physical entities in this way and it doesn't mean like you know i'm doing it in a haphazard i'm just letting whatever the hell use me the way it wants to but no there's like a love and appreciation that comes through in the engagement and the entity responds to that because it's in harmony with with them sure. you know like there's some there's something that that they get out of engaging not you know not get but like there's 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 something that gets expressed and fulfilled in the interaction between a human and a non-physical entity and it's shared like that's what we're doing you know like that's what our interaction is all about not like hey can you uh can you give me a promotion or can you you know can you bring me a lover it's like no like something within me sees the world allows me to see the world in a way that i can engage with what isn't immediately physically observable you know it's also interesting like if you if you look at uh cultures that are still animist today yeah um like japanese culture still has animism very deeply ingrained in it and like if you if you just like ask someone for something for free it would be fucking offensive Mm. like it it would be just like what how what gives you you the nerve like i don't even know you um, yeah, and I can't help but think that those kinds of relational differences are based on the fact that they have animism as like a foundational bedrock of their culture. Um, yeah, well, it seems it seems like there's something inherent to animism that honors the interconnectivity of everything. Um, you know, so so I can un- I can I can see how if me as a Westerner interacts with someone whose culture is predominant, has a very strong animus foundation. And like my, my culture has me kind of essentially start from, I'm separate from everything. I'm separate from everything. So therefore I have to, I have to like control what I can control. I have to survive the things that I don't understand. And I, I really have to like protect myself and ensure my, ensure my uh, survival. So if I'm, so I'm coming from, I'm not connected to you. And that person is coming from, we're all connected. So what, the, what are you doing? You know, like there seems to like, there's, there seems to be uh, like this inherent honoring of the, the, the inter, the interconnectivity of everything that's present within um, within animist cultures that is not present within Western cultures that are essentially divide and conquer and every, you know, every man for themselves, you know. 
Yeah, I think and it's, it shows think- it shows up it shows up in in the way that people talk about at least in our sub niche, you know, our little subculture. It shows up in the way that people, you know, consume information on magic and how people uh, talk about interacting with spirits and so on and so forth. And yeah, uh, yeah, and kind of make things a little bit too cutesy sometimes, which I myself am yeah. also gu- guilty of. You know, like oh um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I am not above that at all. I am totally, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm probably, I'm guilty of it too, you know? Like giving so, your spirit, you know. giving your spirit friends pet names, like is, <laughs> it's a thing. Like I, sometimes it feels okay. And sometimes it's like, no, nah, not for this one. Like you don't, yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's also yeah. like a relational thing, right? Where you're listening to like, yeah. is this a good idea to like, yeah, call m- Mikey and Raph like they're Ninja Turtles you know (laughs) and like to be honest they've never seemed to mind that but like I don't think I'd fuck around with St. Cyprian that way (laughs) oh yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah you know there's there's probably a thing where they're just they're they're so they're probably not human enough to understand that it's a joke so (laughs) it's probably like that's not even in their capacity to understand that this is this is silly like they they probably feel the joy coming off of you from making the joke and that's why they're just cool with it. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I think <laughs> I think it depends point. on the level. Like if you were if you were to get like actual ninja turtle like action figures and then like put wings on them and then put them up, that might be a slightly different thing, but <laughs> but names are pretty I don't know, maybe even that would work. I have no idea. But like I guess you don't he doesn't look like a turtle, but okay, whatever. <laughs> You're like, yo, I got a, I got your new seat. I mean, the pizza is a circle, like... so. <laughs> Nine um... sliced pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think it's interesting, Sharif, that you've, you've basically set it up to where you're more or less always in ritual because what you're yeah. doing like the whole time like because rather than have it be this one specific day that you do this Mm -hmm. one process it's like you're the process is your entire life now so that's yeah yeah that's gonna like i imagine that's gonna open up more possibilities and kind of like what you're talking about like if if always having the channel open you're gonna get things that you wouldn't and the much more restricted uh methodology yeah well that's yeah um i guess it's i guess being you know a quote magician is like it's an overarching context for my life you know so like for me um it's important that we bring as much of our lives as we can to our practice uh or else what are we doing it for you know we're kind of just i mean you know um so i didn't and, and and I, I didn't have, it wasn't immediately obvious to me that like, yeah, like in, in, in keep in, in having something like this, having like this practice, you know, going, yeah, life, life itself it, and the living of it becomes, becomes a sort of ritual um, because the work that I do does shape the way that I, I, I look at things in the world. And sometimes things happen even if I go like weeks without doing something like, you know, I'll, I'll be like in a, in a dry period and, you know, but 
I still am, I'm still benefiting from like the, from the period of time when I was working consistently, you know, like sometimes I'll be low on cash. And then the next thing you know, something happens, people hit me up. I do some tower card readings and I'm no longer short on cash, but I have just enough to get me to where I, I need to go. So there's this, there's this sense of equilibrium, like, like keeping things even keeled and keeping um, a sense of equilibrium um, that results from, from um, doing the work, like doing stuff consistently. And even in those periods where I'm not, I might not be making petitions every day uh, there's still any, there's still engagement there's, that's happening. Like I'm getting insights on things. Um, you know, uh, I'm yeah. getting prompted, to, you know, getting prompted to like, look at, look at a particular text. I'm being, you know, prompted and to I, re reexamine something that I might've read a year ago, but now I have fresh eyes to see something that wasn't immediately present, you know? So yeah. So there is this constant ritualistic engagement that's taking that's taking place um that has that kind of like lends a little bit of charm to to living <laughs> you know i'd i'd say that's what you're saying about this cumulative thing where you're you're on the regular like every single day there's some kind of engagement um that's intentional yeah. like i i think that the cumulative run-on effects of that in my experience are truer with angels than anyone else that I've, that I've had experience with because it's, yeah, it, something happens and you start getting like angel brain and yes, yes. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, that's what, we, that's what that, I would say. That's what, that. that's what yeah. I would call it. But like, yeah. well, for, for one, my dreams started getting unbelievable. Like that, that time mm -hmm. period where it was like probably a full year where I was just, like several really involved angel prayers every day you know mm -hmm. um just for a long time and I would cycle ones in and out but there would always be engagement and I um I actually have a couple talismans that I made that are I'm pretty pretty proud the only ones I've ever made that are proud of one for Michael and one for Raphael um nice and um but like so dreams became easier to recall and I no longer had a body in them. Like, mm. like it, it basically like was an angel in my dreams when I was doing a lot mm. of angel prayers. Like I'm less fractally, mm. um, like the shape that I feel like I am when I've done large doses of mushrooms. It's like mm -hmm. this true form of some kind, but the angel mm -hmm. prayers really mm -hmm. like brought that out in me. And also yep. uh, the ability to kind of just, uh, like if someone mentioned an event uh, something that happened if I honed in on it I could get the feeling of the actual event um, like it, it kind of mm. caused a remote viewing sort of weirdness to happen but uh, it's like actually reaching out and touching things like something about what we would call what you know we, we refer to as space-time mm-hmm it's like weaving you throughout the web of that because I feel like angels are inherently, they're like structural to the universe. I feel like they're like load bearing yeah. structural uh, entities that help yeah. compose this reality. 
um, yeah and various yeah. concepts ideas and and even you know any traditions countries seasons right like it's kind of endless but i feel like they're 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 entities that have chosen or been created to something like that been mm-hmm. to um to be in service to the world mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and, 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 i mean it, it gets it gets pretty direct and literal with like metatron and like mm-hmm. you look at metatron's cube and it's this thing that contains all these platonic structures all within its one symbol um i'm just i'm just thinking about it it's like it's also interesting that it's it's um oh crap sorry i have to go answer that door yeah no worries no worries i can i can pick up i can i'm i'm happy that you uh that you uh brought up metatron because as i was listening to you um rev i was thinking about the angel magic course in this in this idea of becoming angelic and i was specifically thinking about the like the the myth of enoch and enoch becoming metatron you know essentially attaining uh a celestial identity you know being brought up into the uh the company quote-unquote company of heaven and uh being giving being given like a whole is, is rightful place in the in the cosmos, and I feel like I've noticed that I've 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 been interested in I've been interested in that process because I've seen, uh, you know, I've seen it show up in different cultures, like in the Brazilian uh, tradition of I think it's uh, Cachimbo. You know, there's there are um, there are these entities who go into the forest and they vanish and they essentially become, you know, they become like these mythical creatures. You know, um, I was also thinking about the story of Jacob wrestling the angel. And as he, he gets the name from the angel, he gets a whole new identity. He gets, he, he merges with the angels that he's like wrestling with, you know, it's like this possession that happens. So when you said angel brain, I was like, oh shit. Because in my experience, at least of working with these, with these, um, with the spirits uh within the elucidation of necromancy, um, one, um they are I experienced them as a unit. Like so so regular practice tends to uh, tends to expand out into working with as many of them as possible, not because you're working with more than one spirit, but because you're essentially expanding your uh, capacity to um, tap into the field that they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like you're not you're not fucking with a lot of angels. You're fucking with a lot of parts of the world. Parts of um, yeah, exactly, exactly. Who are also be as as beings. Um, yeah, as beings, exactly. You know. And um, yeah, I, I I specifically remember I was doing like I, there was a point where I was doing like um, what I call like the day, daily angelic call down, you know, angel of the day, hour, you know, angel of the hour, day, season, the directions, names of the earth, moon, and sun of the season, and I was doing it pretty diligently. I was doing it daily, and I got this um, prompt to 
do this work on the 13th hour of every day because the way that at least in the in VRL one 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 five the the manuscript that I'm working from the day starts at the at sundown you know the first the first hour of the next like so for instance like tonight you know the 13th hour of the day begins Thursday you know right like like the so, the Sabbath begins on Friday night at yeah sundown. exactly it's, exactly yeah. exactly which that's it's same, it's it shows that this is a more I, isn't that isn't that part of what shows that it's an older manuscript that it's actually yeah. closer to the like the Jewish origins? Yeah, 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 yeah. From what I from what I understand, it's very even though there's a there's there's a Christian, it's a lot of the work is done within a Christian framework. The source of the tradition itself um, <clears throat> pulls from, you know, Jewish uh, Jewish and Arabic. Uh, and Greek sources, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like the manuscript, which is a basic like, hey, if you want to do magic, here's how you do it. However, there's the tradition behind the magic being done. And when you do the magic enough, you start to tap into the tradition. And then once you start to tap into to the tradition, um, there becomes this process of re- like just like in the like just like an arrival like she got she got the language of the she got the language of the aliens and now she perceives time differently she's able to stop things from happening or let things happen even though she knows what's going to happen you know mm-hmm. she's able to partake and participate in life uh from with a completely different mode of consciousness the i i in my experience, the same thing starts that like the same that that process happens, and what it looks like is, you, you know, we start to identify, we start to change um, the language that we use for time, you know. So like the every like the months have a have a different name, um, the constellations have a different name based on the season, the names of the planets have a different name based on the season, and it 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 there there's like this really subtle shift that starts to take place in speaking the language of the ritual that we're performing you know mm-hmm. so yes like yes if you want to learn if you want to learn how to conjure spirits you know this that's a great method you know but if you stick with the method and you like put, like really just devote yourself to studying the sources and where it comes from something something bigger than just doing magic to get things to happen starts to happen it starts to work on you as the as the operator and give you a whole new way of looking at the world and interacting with the world and even bringing things into the world um which i which is just which is just i don't know i think that's that's a game worth playing if you're going to be doing this stuff yeah yeah well i i I think that's Again, it's like the whole world is inherently benefic. And if you mm-hmm. follow a path genuinely and with an open heart, the, you, you find the lessons and you, you can't help but be changed through pursuing it for the better. Yeah. yeah. And just like in the Buddhist system, there's lessons built in. And in our systems, there are, there are lessons built in. But, you know, you can look past them if you really yeah. try uh yeah but it's 
it's not the point. It's it's really not the point. It's like I think I think the way that you stay grounded and are able to still be good and helpful <laughs> to others and like make the world better by being in it mm-hmm. and realize that you have the power to to affect things and to communicate with spirits and like you have to you have to approach it genuinely and with that sort of humility yeah or like if you approach it like business then one of two things is going to happen like you're you're going to go off the rails and you're going to lose your sense of self through the temptations Mm -hmm. that are there Mm -hmm. or you're going to fuck up and blow up your whole life (laughs) yep yep yeah there's a big responsibility that comes with doing this stuff man it really is um and I, I, I like what you said about ultimately getting to the place where you're doing this because you're aware that you have this capacity to affect change. And having that awareness and being willing to be responsible for the fact that you have that awareness and you have this ability to do it, you know, it, it, it then follows that like, well, I might as well participate in making like improving the condition of the world in some in some way, shape, or form. Right. You no. Know, and and then and I'll, finding I'll, that balance with like doing that without doing interventionism. Right. Like there's right, right, exactly. There's there's, yeah, exactly, there's all kinds right. of traps yeah. and lessons, but, but yeah, yeah, generally yeah, exactly, speaking, like yeah, exactly. Like you no, know, like you know, you know, I'm not saying like let's go on a crusade and let's start <laughs> like right. get evangelical about it. Like you know, like inter like interventionism that you as you put it you're right you know and i know you're um, not but i also think it's it's another trap people just fall into a lot, yes so. yeah yeah no absolutely i i agree with you wholeheartedly man i agree with you wholeheartedly there was there was um there was something that i was um this ties into what you just said you know um and it was during that period where i was like doing like the daily call downs like every day and it 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 did dawn on me that like I don't think that this. I yes, I think this like this this magic absolutely was designed to, you know, improve people's lives. You know, um, way back when, this, like people realized that they could do this shit. You know, but I also think that, you know, there's the like the role of the of the operator, um, the role of the operator is that they can participate in because they can participate in creation you know bringing things that don't exist or let's say let's not say bringing things that don't exist into existence but rather like participate in the the reconfiguration of circumstances for people such that those people benefit tremendously from from the work that the operator does um I think there's there's a there's a there's a there's a selflessness that that's that gets gent like that gets slowly cultivated, um, which also comes from dealing with our own our own shit that we bring to the mix, you know, or having like the willingness to 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 have as little of our shit in the way as possible, you know, such that you know we can we can create not we can create but we can participate in having a miracle show up for another um 
and there's something there's something about that like there's something that I, that for me um there's something of like that that resonates with <coughs> sorry that sort of resonates with like why these entities are willing to work with us you know like like I don't know. I, 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 I hear, you know, angels, they, all they do is they sing God's praises all day long. Certain angels, they just, they, all they do is they just, they just pray and they, and they worship God all day long. Like, I don't know who God is, right? <laughs> like, I have no freaking idea. Um, however, I didn't make the, like, I, I, I didn't create the, the, the universe. You know what I mean? No, no human being that I know has, has created the universe. So maybe there is something to, um, Maybe there is something to like doing this work um, and having it benefit humanity in, in a way that is inherently pleasing um, because it, it's in harmony with the inherent um, benevolence of, of existence. There, there is some, and I've, <clears throat> you find this in like certain new age circles, but there is a, there's a deep truth to this, there, this like, settling into gratitude like real gratitude mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i i i had i had a mushroom experience once where like literally i don't know how long it must it, it felt like over an hour all i could do is say thank you like it mm. was just it's just, it was just this profound realization of what this place is and and we're I think it's I think it's very easy to get lost in just how like precious and kind of amazing it is to be incarnated here. Yeah. Um in fact I think there's a there's probably an active uh uh there's an a- active desire by many people to make you forget that. Yeah. Um and there and like at there is something about the gratitude lets you almost lets you receive more. Mm. Right. Because mm-hmm. um, what you're doing is actually showing true appreciation for what's what you're experiencing and what's happening to you. And I, and it kind of ties back into like one of the, one of the first angel contacts I had was actually um, a dream after, after a Michael summoning and like the, the actual actual Michael summoning wasn't there wasn't much to it but then mm-hmm. that the dream that night was crazy and one of the things I got from it was that there's a certain um since these are like celestial entities that have like all this power and knowledge and like they're outside of time whatever there's a certain joy in being able to share that because mm. it renews it mm. right uh, mm-hmm. And it's anyone who's ever taught kind of understands this. Like you can, mm-hmm. it can get, you can do something a thousand times and no matter how much you love it, there are moments where it will get stale. But as soon yeah. as you show someone who doesn't know it to know it and they're eager to learn it, the way that renews it for both, re, the way it makes it new for them and then renews it for you. And mm-hmm. I think that's part of the exchange here. Yeah, and that also resonates like like that's like the closest thing some of these spirits get to having children. Yeah. Wow, wow. That's huge. 
that's huge. Yeah. You know, as a as a as a parent, that just kind of struck a very deep chord. Um, yeah, that's really that's huge, man. Wow. And thus, why some of us are considered like by certain spirits to be their descendants because there are lessons ingrained within our lineages or in our in our family lines that have been passed down that were possibly given by them further up mm-hmm. and they're mm. you know they're woven in through that so they their imprint is on it and they're proud to see the virtue continue and they consider you a descendant of theirs because of that mm. Mm. wow i'm really uh i'm really struck by that that's really that's really something that just that just takes it 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 like adds a whole new flavor to what's being done you know that like the 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 opportunity of the of doing the of of doing the magic you know um like having it be an active learning process um kind of like you know like for instance like my daughter she you know sometimes i make her breakfast she'll come in the kitchen she'll want to help she'll want to like scramble her own eggs she'll want to put you know the she'll want to put the seasoning in the eggs you know um and it becomes like this it becomes like this really sweet moment you know where you know she's just she's just eager to one eager to do something with me you know eager to be with me but two she's eager to exercise her ability to to make things happen in the world and then there I am showing her and getting this sense of pride and gratitude and, you know, admiration and astonishment um, as I watch her go do the thing. And when you said, you know, Rev, when you said it's like a chance, it's the closest thing for some of these entities to have children, that's what showed up, that's what struck me. I'm like, oh my God, you know, and what I see is now available in my engagement with the spirits that I'm interacting with is to bring, bring that to my practice. Like, Hey, like, like I'm, like I'm interested in engaging with you in this way. I don't know how to do X, Y, Z. You know how to do it. Can you show me so that I can learn, but not so much that I can learn for the sake of like, like making me, making the magic happen, but I can engage in that, that parent child bonding experience, um, you know, and express like mutual gratification and just play with that and see, and see what opens, what opens up. Yeah, I mean, it was just like, pl- playing off what, playing off what Kurt said. You know, it's like because that's that's what the shape that looks like to me is when, when what chance do you have in life to do that? Is like, is if you're not, you know, maybe in your profession, like most of the time, you, everyone teaches someone in life, but like it's different when you have a kid. And yeah, I don't, I don't have kids, but like, I know it's different. <laughs> like, yeah. To, have a, <laughs> yeah, to have your own flesh and blood, like learning you teaching imparting things to them that are going to carry on once you're gone and like it's just yeah. uh having imagine a spirit do that it's like the same shape yeah yeah 
and if yeah, there's that devotion and that affection you know like a a, mm-hmm. a really close like if you have a spirit that you're really close to there's just like such like gratitude like Kurt would say like there's just this the the peace of mind that you have from knowing like that you're looked after and someone cares um yeah and and oftentimes that like you'll be pointed away from things that later you find out would have been a really bad idea even though you thought it was a good idea and just you learn you learn to trust um the ones that are close and that that feeling is just like yeah in a world that seems mostly hostile (laughs) it's a really Mm -hmm. special thing yeah yeah and you can even you know going back to arrival you can even see that happening um you can see that that sort of relationship starting to take form um with uh the main character Louise and you know one of the heptapods um especially towards the end where um where they straight up brought her brought her into the they brought her into the um into that area that they were occupying past the barrier and this entity is talking to her and explains to her um why they're there and they were basically like look uh we're here to help humanity because in three thousand years we're going to need humanity's help so here here you go here's here's the here's our language um bring it into the world and and do something with it um Mm -hmm. You know, like avert. Here's here's the here's here's we're giving this to you to to immediately solve this crisis that you have. Bring it into the world, solve the crisis, okay? Um, and then she ultimately writes the book about it and blah blah blah. Um, you know, but if you think about like the the development that took place in order for her to even get to that for her to even get to that um, get to that place where she was able to stand physically you know stand in the presence of this of this creature you know like they show her holding um you know they show her with her hands being held out and the whatever that substance that they use to communicate with her you know she she it's like the creature like imparted uh it imparted this uh substance onto her hands um which then for me, it it provoked it like it provoked this idea of like literally handing down, like passing something down, you know, passing like like from generation to generation or like species to species, like you know, like how uh, I think Peter Gray said that we essentially received culture from the angels, mm-hmm. you know, like the angels taught us how you know they taught women how to. Um, you know, apply makeup and stuff to make themselves look even, you know, even more beautiful. Uh, you know, they taught us how to create weapons and stuff, you know? So, um, so like, like there's this, there's this element of, of passing something down um, or imparting something to, to someone who has demonstrated that they're worthy of being entrusted with what they're being given. Mm-hmm um you know that is that is both present in the movie but also uh i hear is present in your in your examples uh curtain you know 
there's also something I didn't I didn't think about until the second viewing. It's really interesting how so they show up, the heptapods show up in pairs. Mm-hmm. And for her to get the final realization, one of them has to die and basically she takes its place. Yes. Every, yes. Like briefly. Yeah. And like yeah. And it's it's like a literal like ascent where they're they're they go she goes into their actual world, yeah, um, um, yeah. No, it's it's. Re- <laughs> I'm also thinking like it's really funny that their technology is basically like stone and smoke. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My kind, of, my, my kind of yeah. shit, man. <laughs> and then at the at the end of the movie, they don't fly off into space. They just. They, they vanish. Yeah, they, they yeah. go right into the air. They go right, they like vanish right into the air. And I'm like, oh my God, like, are they aerial spirits? Because they straight up just like vanished into the air. Yeah, they're you know? the watchers. They're just, they're just the watchers. They just, they're the yeah, watchers. basically. Yeah. <laughs> they're totally the watchers. And did you also catch that there were 12 ships? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There were 12 ships, which immediately made me think of like, the astro- like what what's the astrology behind that you know what i mean like it, it just it's like there's 12 ships 12 uh, you know zodiac signs like like i don't i don't know I, I i saw like some sort of weird astrological connection there um they never they never said why they landed where they did did they no i don't think they did. no 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 they never did because i i really liked that bit of it um that it was just kind of like yeah you, you you don't get to know because it's fucking beyond you <laughs> <laughs> exactly like no one in this no one in the story ever finds out like so you don't either yeah 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 that was uh that was pretty that was pretty crazy that was pretty crazy but yeah this uh this 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 um this notion of you know like you said Kurt like and teaching and teaching something to someone who's eager to learn it, they want to learn it, and finally, like they get it. It's like you get it newly, like you said, like it refreshes it, it renews it. Um, and the the one that's doing the imparting walks away, um, walks away with a whole new take on what it is that they've just given away yeah and i'm and i'm just thinking like you know i'm i'm always thinking like all right how can i like how can i what would what would that look like in practice you know like what what would i be doing and saying in practice with this um and i i i'm i'm getting something around i'm getting like circling back to like like the devotion um the devotional piece um like the like the praying um and and maybe uh maybe approaching working with the, the spirits that I've been working with from this perspective of acknowledging what they've passed down to me. Um and and inquire like somehow inquiring into like, well, what do you get out of it? What what, what did that do for you? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like what did that do for you, knowing that like you just helped this little human being here you know like actually posing that question and then waiting to see what the response would be maybe i don't get a response but but who cares (laughs) i'm gonna do it (laughs) 
I have a uh, another uh, another option to recommend to um, ancestors of practice, like in terms of the people who wrote the angel grimoires you're working from, or magicians yep. of the past that you already know you mm. vibe with. Um, yeah getting something a memento of them and setting them up with like you know a snack and a treat before you do your working to see if they whisper oh wow to see if they maybe give you some advice and guide you uh and because uh al cummins talks about this in, in a lot of his classes um how like likes attracted to like and if you've got a connection to them in the room and they like doing magic and you're doing magic especially magic from a book that they also worked with Mm -hmm. they're probably going to show up and critique you and criticize you and that's useful if not maybe ego bruising <laughs> like yeah um, i think he mentioned that's that in, like all of his classes so i i hope it's not breaking any rules that i'm saying that publicly but <laughs> wow. well that is uh that's 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 a gem right there man i'm definitely gonna do that so you yeah, know, it's I, funny. That I mean, you, I, you know, if you like that, go go buy one of Al's classes. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> shout out to Al Cummins. I'll definitely, yeah. you know, cop one of his one of one of his classes. Just you know, just to to, to reciprocate. Doctor, you know, Doctor Doctor Al, Doctor Al, Al. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, yeah, shout out to Doctor Al Cummins. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll definitely um, I'll definitely I, I I saw some of the stuff that he's promoting and some of it piqued my interest. So just as a way of you know thanking thanking him you know for the gem that you just shared with me you know i'll definitely go, go support one of his you know cop one of his classes um, i mean i was, t I was talking to the, i was talking to the listeners but like yeah do what you want oh yeah 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 exactly yeah the listeners obviously <laughs> you know um but i like that idea of ancestors of practice uh you know um because it, there is this feel there is definitely a feel you know and i recognize that um you know especially like when when we find you know, when we when we find our lane, like I really feel like this system or this this lineage rather and tradition of magic, like I really, I'm finding my lane in that, you know what I mean? Because um, a lot of other stuff that I was trying to sort of engage with and dabbling in, it all just fell away. And this, this, this has just been something, it's like a gift that's just, that keeps on giving, so to speak. Um, and there is this sense of like, Yo, people 600 years ago, people 500 years ago, 400 years ago, were doing this stuff. It's 2022 and I'm doing it, you know, like there's like there's some it's it's just wild. There's like like that, that this content was able to be transmitted throughout such like centuries. You know what I mean? Like such a what for me is a large stretch of time, you know, so. It never so, occurred to me to incorporate something to honor those uh, those early practitioners that ma literally made it possible and made it available, like made this work available for me to engage with, you know, hundreds of years later, you know. I think if, it's probably pretty safe to assume that if you're of European descent, you have an ancestor that did angel magic of some kind. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. There's there's a lot of fucking yeah. ancestors the way things spiderweb. Like you go back a few generations, there are a lot of options. So if you, you put up <laughs> yeah. if you put out the call, if you put out the call every day for a while for the ones that did the cool shit who are like, you know, yeah. healthy, healthy in the afterlife to come yep. hang out. Like that's yeah, that's some good shit. Yep. Yep. 
yeah this is this is cool man this is this also it also um you know for me personally it also adds uh an avenue it opens up an avenue to incorporate you know an ancestral component you know to this uh to to this practice um and like you said like calling out to you know my ancestors that were <laughs> they were fucking with angels too you know mm-hmm. they're like yo this is we got you <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you got you. definitely. This this makes me realize something really stupid, obvious that I've never done, which is to actually put on my ancestor altar uh, some sort of reference to the old painters and illustrators of mm. my practice. And I don't know why I've never done that, but... <laughs> that you, you yeah. could almost have like a whole separate altar for that like when you yeah. think about all the amazing options for who you could put up there and yeah yeah um yeah i think like a separate shrine i was almost in order for me at some point for um like <laughs> magicians that i like to work with <laughs> always always be shrining <laughs> shriner's guild <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I think at this point it's like it's like if there's a flat surface in my house, <laughs> it's devoted to something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. That is awesome. No that's board awesome. games allowed. <laughs> yeah, no, get those put that shit away. I gotta set something up for my seventh uncle who painted some shit in Italy. <laughs> like you're having people over Shout for out a party. you have people over for a party and it's like fuck yeah take off your shoes let's pray yeah <laughs> why are the hors d'oeuvres party. on the why are the hors d'oeuvres on the floor i don't those this... oh don't don't eat those those were offered to ghosts you will have a ghost living in your belly if you eat one of those <laughs> oh this is this is great you know you know kurt uh perhaps perhaps this was the season to plant for that seed to be planted Mm. you know to do the ancestors of practice to yeah yeah yeah. well we are turning it is turning into fall right so that would Mm -hmm. that would be (laughs) that would be the time yep (laughs) I, I, what's funny though is I almost feel like like Kurt, you're already a, an amazing artist. Like you're incredible. So like, uh, it, I know. It all, no, it all, <laughs> it almost, <laughs> hang on. Let me let me take your dick out of my mouth. Um, I think. Uh, Normally, the phrase makes me so uncomfortable. I'm going to try just really leaning into it and being a narcissistic prick for a little bit. Let's just see how this goes. That's that's the tiger magic. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I fucking forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh shit, I'm sorry. Oh no, yeah. So you, so like, but we're both we're both wanting to write fiction really bad. So like, I, that's that might be the direction I lean in is just like pick authors that are dead that are inspiring, mm. or that or that I feel some kind of like some kind of reverberation with, right? Uh, some kind of resonance and just like set them up and invoke the hell out of them for a while (laughs) get those i I might join you in on that too because like i feel interwoven with that as a practice as well 
Um, I'm not as studied in it. You know, it's 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 also interesting. I'm, I'm not. I barely read fiction at all. Like, it's just, <laughs> just like when I do, I fall in love with everything I read. Like it's yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> that's not stupid. That's that's great, actually. Um, yeah, maybe it is. You know, it's it's something else that's interesting, Sharif, is that you're talking about like the youth, because this this is something that that also uh, emerged for me and um in my art practice, but also uh, funny enough came from the book of five rings uh, where Miyamoto Musashi is like, I, I forget how it's phrased, but it's something to the effect of in pursuing the one way opens up to all ways. Mm. So there, there, there is, there's like two approaches and one is like broad and sampling lots of different things. But then there's, there's another one where you drill real in real deep yeah. into one single thing. Yeah. And, if, and if by drilling into it, it starts to like unfurl and like grow mm -hmm. out and expand and encompass all this stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So it's, it's really interesting how, how that that's your focus and like what that's bringing to you. Yeah, yeah, that that's a really good that's a really good point, and it's it's tricky for me because I I mean uh, I don't know, man. I have a pretty pretty short attention span. Like I you know I I flip from one thing to another, um, but I really like I for some reason I just I just really took to took to, to this particular um, this particular tradition and. Um, I commit, like, I really committed, like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to go as deep as possible. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go as deep as possible. And sometimes I have to reel myself in because, you know, there, there's all this other cool, you know, there's all sorts of cool kinds of magic out there, you know? So sometimes I get like, you know, like shiny object syndrome and I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I want to do this, but, but I, I, I do allow myself, like I return my, whenever I return myself to, to this, um, I, I I do so with the intention of bringing beginner's mind to it as much as I possibly can, and I'm constantly constantly pouring over, you know, the same, you know, the same manuscript and seeing new things. And um, you know, whenever I see something new, I I investigate it. Um, you know, so so that that drill down, like you said, like that you drill down and then it eventually unfurls, like. That that's that's exactly uh, that's exactly what's happening, um, and it's it's really it's really rewarding because it it's it as things unfurl, it kind of satisfies that that part of me that's like, oh, what about you know, like this whole like this whole new avenue just opened up, like I want to explore that, and then I start to explore it, and I'm like, oh shit, this whole avenue over here just opened up, I want to explore that, so it kind of it kind of satisfies like that that craving for um for for uh, novelty so to speak um while also um deepening my capacity to stick with one thing or like to 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 stick with one thing and go as and go as deep as i possibly can um hmm. and in the process i'm like discovering like this this is so like this is so rich like what 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 started out is like you know working with quote angels um is now like no there's there's this entire way of engaging with the world and there are many different ways of of, of engaging with the non-physical entities 
um, not just one. Um, but the starting point was, you know, that Tamaran. Now it's like there's this whole freaking tradition, and I want to immerse myself within the within the tradition. So I don't necessarily need to look for look elsewhere because ultimately what I'm seeking, I'm gonna find it within the thing that I'm I'm I'm, I'm studying deeply. Um, and it's a you know so it's a person it's personally challenging, but it's also really fulfilling and really rewarding, and it and it completely validates. Um, it validates the quote that you uh that you just said kurt that's yeah that's really cool i think so like what kurt was saying um about the different approaches that struck me as like the the plant approach where you 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 specialize mm -hmm. you you make one kind of fruit and one kind of seed and like you become this form that's specific or mm -hmm. you take like the mycelial approach where your body can actually like die except for one cell and can just, mm. or can go off in like 17 different directions. And then the center dies. And then there's 17 different like pockets of things and all the useful, the useful stuff keeps living and the, the not useful stuff will die off and just mm -hmm, be forgotten because mm -hmm. um, yep. you're expanding in every direction. And then like, yep. when you said, when you're talking about the angel thing, I'm like, that's ferns. That's like in between <laughs> plants, plants and mycelium. Like they're like, cause it, cause it's like, it seems angel stuff seems like, oh, it's this specific thing, but then it opens up and it's like, I mean, there's, there's angels in Thai magic, like <laughs> just fucking angels yeah. everywhere. There's, everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, everywhere. There's no, there's no end to that. Like everyone just knows they're real outside of the, like materialists yeah. you know yeah um yeah yeah no that's 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 i like that uh i like that analogy so the you know, spores like travel analogy. with the the spores travel in the wind like way farther from the roots of the the plant yeah. than a seed would on its own yeah 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 no, that's that's rich that's really that's that's really rich i like that yeah, it just kept going. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of. <laughs> just kind of hanging out with that for a minute. <laughs> so many gems, man. So many well, gems. Oh my god. Well, it, it's it's funny because it also makes me think about like how different seeds travel, like seeds from a fruit tree probably wouldn't go as far as say like a dandelion mm -hmm. yeah yeah like the seeds from dandelions would go all over the place and travel really really far uh yeah, Kurt's uh, high too. i had contact <laughs> high through the i'm just yeah, i'm just kidding uh, no that uh, that that is really cool and, and then i yeah my mind immediately went to like birds eating fruit and then shitting like once they migrate for the when for the for the season like and dropping the seeds in a totally different climate <laughs> awesome man i gotta i actually have to jet you guys i gotta um i, I gotta yeah work in an hour so i'm gonna go uh go do my thing and get ready uh right on but i, well I Really appreciate the opportunity to come on here and riff with you guys. This is really fun. Hopefully, I get to do it again with you all. Um, oh, absolutely. for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. This is really, really, really cool. Thank you for for this opportunity, man. This, I have 
so much fun and I can't wait to listen to <laughs> listen to it and <laughs> you know unpack some of the stuff that I mean there's just so much in here it's just, it's just amazing so thank you guys yeah thanks for coming on it was great to get to know you a little bit better too yeah for yeah, sure likewise and, and, likewise and we should definitely meet in meet space <laughs> yep ab- absolutely absolutely man i'll reach out to you sep- uh, uh, offline kurt and um, okay we'll, we'll get that no you guys need to discuss decide your plans now and and where you're gonna meet <laughs> and what time and broadcast it a week later yeah, get the, so the that... gps coordinates um cool <laughs> all right we'll let you go man um all right yeah guys. talk to you soon all right later you guys later. Hey, easy. <laughs>